this again. Hi, chick nuts. Hey! Welcome to a rowdy version of Not For Nothing. Tuesday afternoon. Tuesday, Tuesday evening. Yeah. I am a We fu- haven't done one of these in a long time. I am feeling fucking loose as I a goose. I you are. Loose as a goose. I thought there'd be like a case of beer waiting here on ice or something. You want to you want You want a uh, you want a nip? Uh no. Okay, me Not either. now. Well, fine. Yeah. Nips. Want to see my nip? <laughs> nip nips. <laughs> uh, it's Tim Gunn. Uh, uh, nip nips. Hey, nip nips. Oh, I miss those days. Do you? Ah, uh, What no. days? The days when we would With imitate Tim, Tim Gunn, Gunn and feel kind of bad about it. Oh. Remotely bad. Okay. Medium bad. Yeah. Hey, welcome to Not For Nothing with your host, Chris and Chris. Yeah, we're doing a show. We're doing a show right here. We're not just having a combo. Right. We got a lot to talk about the sports. So much. Landscape. God, is, it was an exciting weekend. It was an exciting weekend, Chris. It was. I know. I'm just. It was really fucking exciting. Mostly because I got to dog sit Ripley. Yes. I got to. We were chosen. Mm. We were chosen like Josh yeah. Rosen mm-hmm. to watch over the My puppy. golden pup pup. Mm-hmm. The golden goose puppies. The Seahawks <laughs> got their asses beat. <laughs> Uh, they didn't get their asses beat, but they okay. barely lost. And that's a bummer that you had to go to Midwood or wherever. Yeah, I don't know. Somewhere in Jersey. Somewhere in Jersey. While your poor dog Man. was just being spoiled to death. Mm-hmm. Don't pull your headphones out, buddy. Jeez. Yeah, it's going to be bad. Uh, how do you feel about that Seahawks loss? Let's just start there. I. It wouldn't have been so bad if I didn't spend the evening in stupid New Jersey suburbia. Can I eat a bar can that's I like ease it was your like pain a little bit? Suburban hell bar. It wasn't it's good. weird. It was like all just dudes hanging out in a bar, dudes like trying to watch like junior world hockey championship. Oh, really? It was a weird place. It was a weird setting. It's so you were in a town near Somerville, right? You were in Morristown. No, 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 no. no. We were near um, Glenrock. Ridgewood. It's like probably near like Paramus or something. Ugh. Yeah, it's like Northern Jersey. Okay. It's all just like white people hanging out yeah. in like a bar slash restaurant. You know, like one were of there those lots places. of were there lots of tech vests in where you were? Not okay. Tech vests. Not tech vests. Okay. So I'm no. trying to get a visual. Like what are the, the lots guys a lot pants, of button up plaid shirts? What are the pants? Ba- baseball caps in? on backwards. Okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So like just like bros. Like. The end like of married the class. dad bros, yeah. guys who are still trying to hang out and like go out. Like the like guy <laughs> you thought I was when you ran into me at Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> no, you know, you were sort of like, the, Shru- you were the dad, dad that gave up. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yep, I'm wearing an oversized sweat, like hooded sweat, sweatshirt. Yeah, at yeah. Buffalo Wild Wings at alone. At Buffalo Wild Wings alone. <laughs> gambling. Yeah, gambling. <laughs> I couldn't gamble at Buffalo That's Wild true. Wings. That's true. Yeah, you couldn't. Yeah, because you were in New York. Right. But you anyway. know what I could gamble on? I could gamble on the greatest parlay in the history of mankind. I've been waiting to open the door on this. So, Chris, here's the story. Ready? Yeah. I bet, courtesy of Bison, one of our tried and true listeners, woke up Saturday morning to a text message that said, who do you like this weekend? Okay. That's all it said from Bison. All right. Which made me like 
have to like try to remember what we talked about on this podcast. <laughs> Don't do that. And I couldn't. I yeah. couldn't. Like, what? What's the problem right. with us? We're just making it up as we go along. It's very clear to me. Yeah. Right. That's fine. And that's fine. <laughs> and we should know better that we should re-pick once it's like the weekend. I think, I think that. I mean, that. yeah. So, so he, we t- we go back and forth, back and forth. Okay. And I'm looking at my phone, and I'm looking at the lines, and he's like, you know, I really like, I love to tease the underdogs. A wild card weekend, and I kind of misheard him, misunderstood what he said, and just was like, you know what, fuck Strange. it, he's right. I'm gonna do a four team parlay on all the underdogs. <laughs> the odds were one to, I think it was plus eleven hundred something. Okay. Uh, so a twenty five dollar bet. Yeah. If you bet all the underdogs in a four team parlay, paid out three hundred seventeen dollars. Nice. So I said, I like those odds, yeah, baby. Why not? Let it ride. Saturday night, I'm dog sitting your dog, mm-hmm. trying to keep my eyes open. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, fuck it. It's like it's over. Yep. I know that the Seahawks need to cover two and a half. Okay. And I just, I, it wasn't oh, even close. Oh, so I just went to bed. And the next day. Mm. You woke up to a nice surprise. I opened it up and I was, it's, it said that the bet was still open. I went to like re-gamble. Because I'd lost, right, and it was like it was like it's still open. And I was like, "Wait, what? Is, how's it still open?" And I saw that they'd covered, covered. that too, they, yeah. that two and a half late so, touchdown there. So thankfully, mm-hmm. a the uh, Seahawks covered. Mm-hmm. B that I had placed that bet on Saturday instead of like earlier in the week when it was one and a half because mm-hmm. it moved to two mm-hmm. and a half, which mm-hmm. was enough to give me that half point. Then, which then, is interesting, because we called it at two actually. We yeah, had it at which two. would have been a push for right. Me. Anyway, uh, keep going. Which probably was a push for us on the on the overall. Is that not true? It might have been. We'll get there. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> long story boring. I fucking won the next two yeah, games. Yeah. And hit that shit. I also, I also hedged and picked the Chargers money line just for shits and giggles. Mm. So took home a little more bacon mm-hmm. on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Love that bacon. So Chris. Yeah. Big weekend for yeah. me, $25 bet. Boom. I'm finally in the money on my DraftKings account, which was down to, what, $10 at one mm. point? Now? Yeah. yeah. I cashed out, courtesy of my wife, who now <laughs> checks all my DraftKings, <laughs> she cashed out $100, which was my initial down payment. It was like, now you're playing with the house's money. Right. So she got her money back. Great. She feels good about it. Great. So now I can, Everybody's play, good. Now I can play some big boy Yeah, games. let's do it. So you want to know what I did? <laughs> Of course I do. <laughs> Obviously, there's a... Laid some money on Alabama. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, you did. Easy money, right? Oh, I know I know college football sure better you do. as much as anybody. Yeah. I'm a regular Lee Corso. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's real good at picking games, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow, yeah. So I ate my balls. Okay. Right, sure. um, right away. Why not? Just ate them up. Yeah. And then I decided I would... Uh, Go back to the uh, four-team underdog parlay. Okay, already for this weekend. Yeah, okay. just do it. But not, yeah, why not? Fuck it. Because the odds are Is crazy. That why we're here on Tuesday. The, the, exactly. <laughs> the odds are crazy. The odds are crazy okay. right now. Great. So, the spreads are so big. Yeah. Uh, so I bet that, but then I hedged it with the the same bet on the favorites. <laughs> so. I had drank way too much. I said. <laughs> oh man. You're awesome. I got to get back on track, dude. Uh, yeah. Give me a little fucking Skrilla in the count. 
Well, here, here's what I'll tell you about uh, over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, per ESPN, 10 consecutive underdogs have covered in the playoffs, dating back to last season. Wow. So underdogs are covering. So that means I could be there somewhere. Yeah. I mean, you're on the right path. And I think we even talked about this um, a couple weeks ago where like that, I brought up that one story about like the 10 team parlay underdog yeah. bet, yes, right? You, you know, and, like, and I think underdogs for the season well, were like, far covering far more than not. It was definitely inspired. Both, both my picks were inspired by that conversation, yep. by Bison sort of relaying it mm-hmm. back into my, ma- my mind. Uh, I definitely do not deserve any credit for making a savvy bet. True. But I will say it did make me feel better listening to the Bill Simmons podcast <laughs> on Monday morning. Because <laughs> that guy fucking is a joker. Mm. He's supposed to be Mr. Money Man. Is he? His shit sucked. His, all of his bets sucked. Yeah. All of his bets sucked, and he, like, the thing was, like, earlier in that week, he did a podcast with Ryan Rosillo, and Ryan Rosillo was like, bet all the underdogs. Mm. And he just dismissed him. Yeah. And he has a podcast on Monday. He doesn't even mention mm, that not. this guy he had a fucking podcast yeah. with. Yeah. Why would he? I'm pretty down on Bill Simmons right now. I don't even listen to him. Well, you shouldn't unless you wanted to hate listen. I to haven't him. listened to him in a long time. He's just a cocky cunt. And it, Sorry. Whoa. 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 whoa, whoa. whoa. Uh, he didn't get a single pick right. Yeah. Um, not really surprised. And he just won't lay off the fucking 76ers. Oh. So he's supposed to be this... The heart this of it well, it, it's really stuck in my craw. Well, I mean, I, I'll, 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 I'll allow it. You know, because I think, just... I think there's... I, I, I think I'm probably going to agree with you a lot of these things. And, and I, don't, I don't like a lot of this perception on, on this, what's going on with the Sixers right now anyway. First of all, I mean... This From date, a media this standpoint. This dates back a month ago. Sure. The rhetoric, the the misconception I feel that Brett Brown isn't doing a good job is is bugs me, but I can take it mm-hmm. because everyone has their opinion and sure. coaches are always under fire. Look yeah. at Tom Tibbetts. Right. You know, he comes wins a game and gets fired. Right. Uh, <laughs> Who would have thought that? I just wish Bill Simmons would just admit that he doesn't like the 76ers and he doesn't like that the six, 76ers are competing against his beloved Boston Celtics. That's the root of it all. Like every, oh, for sure. All of his arguments about like how the Sixers are run poorly, how they're not living up to the potential, how they need to trade Simmons. Like, how are they run poorly? Exactly. It, well, they don't have a, they have a brand new GM because the ringer got their old GM fired, which, which I'm not mad about. I'm not mad about. I'm which glad. is fine. But, I mean, that, that doesn't mean they're still run poorly. It's, it's every step of the way he goes after the Sixers. And that... I think he thinks, and I and I, I have something to back this up. I think he thinks he influences decisions, like in the NBA. I think he oh, I feels like he really has some influence from a media standpoint, and it behooves him to fuck with the Sixers because it it, it at least creates a little smoke and mirror, mirror for how badly Boston plays. Now Boston's been better of late. Sure, don't get me wrong, but it doesn't mean they don't have a huge fucking what is it like a, a well? I mean, they've got an on-court issue with too many bodies, yeah, yeah too yeah. many personalities, sure. people not playing in the right position, yeah. and yet all he wants to do is focus on how like Ben Simmons doesn't spread the floor. Like I, it, the Sixers are going to be fine, right? And, and you know, you can say it once, and you can have a valid point argument, but when you keep bringing it up and over and over and over again, it's like. All right, you know, enough with the echo chamber thing here. And just Jimmy stop, Butler like, fucking blowing up on a coach is not news. No, and it's, I mean... It, and did he blow did up? Did he really blow up? No, no one, ca- like, who's to say? I mean, the, the things that I saw about that, too, is, like, the media was describing in, like, articles and stuff is, like, aggressively challenging Brett Brown. Like, 
Like, what does that mean? But did, did he physically, like, did he go Latrell Spiro on? I, because I just, that's aggressively challenging someone. Exactly. That he's not chokeholding anyone. Right. He, and he's being I, disrespectful to him? Like, that. The, if you watch the games, if you sat down and watched the Sixer game and watch how Brett Brown and Jimmy Butler talk, like, they're the first people to talk every, every time out. Like yeah. They're just going up and checking in with each other. Brett Brown is definitely trying to figure out how to make Jimmy Butler comfortable. So is Jimmy it's Butler. Been, it's been a month, yeah. if that. Uh, what, they're 16 and 5? Yeah. It's, they're not doing bad. They're not on a downswing. No, 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 no. They, Imagine if, like, if they're having troubles figuring this all out and this is how they're playing, and they, if it went, even when they do figure this out, right. how to play together better. So who's your fucking... So, Mr. Mr. Bill Simmons, who's your suggested new coach for the Sixers if there's such a problem? Since you've already figured out that you'll just trade Ben Simmons for the whatever, you know... <laughs> Whatever th- is available, I I don't know. Fucking maybe Dario Saric and uh, Bob Covington. Oh, that'd be a tr- yeah, that'd, yeah, that'd be interesting. Get yeah. them back. Yeah, maybe throw Teague in there then too, because <laughs> that'll be fair. I don't know. It's just I'm kind of tired of it. Like he he should just play the villain. You know the way that like, and I hate to fucking use this comparison, but you know uh, Dan Lebetard. Mm-hmm. You know he's such a Miami homer. Okay. He's he, but he at least admits it. Yeah. He'll, yeah. he'll at least be like, oh, I don't like this happening because it's a team I compete against. Also, who are the Sixers supposed to hire as a head coach? Who's good out there right now? Fred Hoiberg? Give me a fucking break. Tom Thibodeau? Didn't Fred Hoiberg already, like, fail in the NBA? Yeah, yeah, badly. Uh, For four years, though, or five years, six years, something like that. Shea Serrano had a great take. I've been going back to the ringer because I do listen a lot. Uh, <laughs> he was like, the, the, the T-Wolf should hire Becky Hammond. Ooh. It's, I mean, play, coached Ooh. under fucking Pop. Yeah. Has definitely done, paid her due. Nice. She's got a non-aggressive team. Like, that's a team that would... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carl Anthony Towns, Wiggins. Those guys are millennial yeah, enough yeah, to yeah, be yeah. able to, like, be okay with a, right, a young a woman. woman head coach. Right. Oh, I like that. You know what I mean? Good job, Shea. Yeah. It's a nice call. I mean, it's yeah. a nice take. Right? I, I like it. Take where take is due. That's, that's one that I would actually... I mean, I'd be all in on that team. Plus, think about it. Like, Minneapolis, like... The problem, the reason I hear that Tibbs got fired is because of ticket sales. They have the second lowest ticket sales in all the NBA, and their season ticket sales for next year are way down. And Thibodeau was not getting that. Well, there's something weird was going on there. Like, I mean, the president hates him. That was, I think, the weird thing. Right, or the owner does, and like, I mean, you fire him after a really good win, I guess, on the road in LA. They're playing like I think a top ten. Like you're you're. You you had this problem uh, over a month ago, yeah, and then that went away, and then you moved forward, and now you fired the guy. Like well, it's, it's weird. We- it's it, weird the whole that, thing is weird. It's weird that Thibodeau would get fired after getting rid of the guy that he brought to town. Right, like, right. The whole thing is just the whole the whole organization seems really really awkward. Like that's that's the organization you should be questioning moving forward, yeah. not like the 76ers. Exactly, what are doing like exactly. this? Exactly, a pretty great job here. Uh, and 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 uh, like I know Jimmy Butler's not. He he might not be the easiest guy to, to please or get along with. Here's what I think. He, and he might, you know, he might be. Oh, he's a pain in the ass. He rubs everybody the wrong way. But he's way. the first person to say he's a pain in the ass. He sure. just did an interview with Kevin Durant and was like, I'm a pain in the ass. Yeah. He also, he also there's a couple of those quotes, though, too, and I, I don't want to dissect them too much. But when he says, like, you know, I'm an outspoken guy and, you know, I like I, I say what I mean and, like, all those things. It's like, but he sort of doesn't. Right. And, and no, no, no. Himself, yeah. he's, he's, he's a very contradictive person, right, in his own I mean, in his I don't th- regard. I, it's a, it's a, he's a strange dude, probably. He, I think, yeah, he's got a little Rondo in him. Yeah, he's also at his peak right now, and I don't think Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, uh, you know, I don't think that team is at their peak. I think that so 
for Butler, it's like win now. Yeah. Or 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 you just had he just has to be the lead dog. Yeah. Like if he if. But I'll be honest with you, dude. He hasn't been playing that well. It's not. No, like, and, and 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 I don't think that's a floor space issue. I've watched that guy like what, recently against Dallas and against Phoenix. Like, I mean, he might be missed. out of sorts. Huge shot, right. like easy, easy. I mean, shots. And this might be why he's he's sort of challenging the offensive game plan for Brett Brett Brown and the Sixers, like because he's he's not able to be himself and be the best uh, version of himself like he normally is because so, he doesn't like do you know more pick and rolls and all that kind. Yeah, of Yeah, what stuff is or the best Jimmy Butler in your opinion? I I don't know. He's not, I mean, if it is pick and roll, this is the wrong team. Yeah, it is, and, and they're not a pick and roll they're offense. They're not. They're not. They, 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 they can't like, be. I don't yeah. think. Right, and the with, Brett Brown even said it because he's like this. Orleans Knoll, they were. You know, like that, like Ish Smith, right. Orleans Knoll. That, that was that a pick and roll out. offense, right. exactly. Yeah. So you know, and so I, I, I don't know. Like, so yes, Brett Brown and the Sixers have to adapt to Jimmy Butler a little bit, right? But Jimmy Butler also has to adapt to to the team as well. And I think he's trying that, and I think they're trying that, right? And so still, and we said this a week or two, or the last couple episodes, we've talked about this, is if this is much ado about nothing for a while. I agree. Un- until, like, the playoffs come. When, it, when the playoffs come and they're, like, playing with... But if they're still having the... They, they, but that's the point. Like, they're 16-5 or 15-6 right now, right? So right. they're on this incredible winning percentage. So they could keep this up and get the third or second seed in the, in the East or even the first seed in the East, and they still not, might not be gelling as a team, right? But come playoff times, that might affect them a little bit more so. It, it causes Who, me a concern in the playoffs and if they're not able to play and figure each other out. As a Boston Celtics... Player or no, if you like the Boston Celtics or if you cared about the Boston Celtics, what's the team you wouldn't want to face in the East? Besides probably Toronto. (laughs) Okay, I was gonna say Toronto. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't think Boston is scared of Philly. You don't? No. And I'm sorry I to tell that to your face. No, no, I don't. I mean, having they've had too much success in the last year and this other. Yeah. When they play against each other, it's Boston handles them. Boston handles them. They I'm, come after it, and I don't think Philly comes out with the same attitude and aggressiveness that, that they don't match Boston. Well, I think th- – so my big knock on Ben Simmons maybe, maybe Butler changes that to – Isn't his game. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, Butler should be bringing that confidence that Simmons loses against Boston every right, time. Right, right. Like, he should just be playing with insane confidence. But, JJ and, and – But maybe JJ then Simmons and, can kind and, of – Butler should be an amazing backcourt. Float away a little bit then. Come playoff times, and just Butler just kind of takes over. Then. Yeah. And maybe right. that's the thing. Um, I mean, that's what happened the last time. I mean, they, but except for it was TJ that had to step up for Ben. Right. Simmons. Well, and that's what I'm saying. So, like, you know, one, but now you have Butler to sort of sh- to shoulder that load that Simmons couldn't. But you can still replace him with McConnell and be effective and efficient in that sense, maybe. I right. And, and play play the style. But basically, you just, you know, Butler just gets the ball in his hands instead of Simmons, right? Right. And 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 then instead or instead of McConnell replacing Simmons on the court, you don't you you're sort of losing that that power player in a sense. If the Sixers were missing the if they were in the ninth seed or if they were in the eleventh seed, like Thibodeau's team, like I'd I I could see the the cause for alarm. I just don't see if they were why this is constantly on this dude's fucking palate. If like, they were t- if they were what would, would that be, ten and ten? Yeah. Or, you know, like eleven and nine and they were struggling with this, then I'd I'd be worrying about that too then, right? Because then obviously they're not Butler's not helping them win a vast majority more games than losing, right? right? If they were hovering around 500 and they were in 6th or 7th place, 5th place even, I'd be, I'd be concerned about them. Would you be concerned about the Toronto Raptors getting their asses handed to them by the San Antonio Spurs? No, because it was at home okay. in San Antonio. Okay. Yeah. 
doesn't concern you at all. No. It, if, San Antonio's if, basketball fans are second to none. They booed that motherfucker, Kawhi, true. at every possible yeah. turn. Yeah. I mean, like, st- like they were booing him in the fourth quarter with the same veracity. Yeah, like Trader or something. Yeah. Oh, or that, every time he shot free throws. Yeah. And it was great because every time Danny Green touched the ball, they cheered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. they passed to like, That was nice. Yeah. That was nice. They yeah. really, like, know their shit. I, I got to say, for like, them. I spent all this time hating San Antonio, but... Now that the greatest player in the NBA is on that team, I just, I love yeah, you them. You love him. All yeah. right. Well, guess who's getting a Spurs jersey then? I would wear no basketball jerseys <laughs> ever. I won't put one on my body. But <laughs> a nice sweatshirt will, if, be, will be welcomed. If San Antonio dominated Toronto in Toronto, then I, then I might be a little concerned. Okay. But I think, I think they just, they got up for the game a little bit more, and Kawhi doesn't really care. Well, clearly, it yeah. doesn't affect him. It doesn't affect him. No. All right. That team, I think, without Valanciunas is just a little bit less powerful than they might have been before. I still think Toronto's the best team in the East. Okay. Don't get me wrong. All right. But is San Antonio one of the best teams in the West? No. Okay. Are they even a top eight team? I'm not even sure. Yeah, they've been. I think they're the highest winning percentage since December 1st. Oh, are they? In the NBA. Oh, good they've for been them. playing really good. Okay. Yeah. Great. I'm going to dig out that bet slip. <laughs> That's right. Right. Pin it to your lapel. I'm sure it's long gone. It got <laughs> thrown away with my Miami to win the AFC East bet slip. God. Fans, if you came here to get any gambling advice, you came to the wrong place. Yeah. Chris. Yes. Let's move away from the 76ers. Okay. And any of the topics that I had to talk about, because that covers it. I just, those are, the, I wanted to get those off my chest. Great. You got. Uh, you have a laundry list of things you wanted to talk I did. about today. I did. Um, I mean, we could stay in the NBA if you want to go into our. Well, I mean, I, I brought up like the you know Thibodeau getting fired, you know, topic, but really beating a dead horse there at this point. Really, there's it, nothing really new to talk about for and us. Nothing about surprising him. for us. We were talking about Thibodeau being a bad coach and GM when I was in LA. I remember exactly where I was when we were talking about it and how he was running that team to the ground. Yeah. I think that was like 18 months ago. Yeah, like I think was, that's when he was hired yeah. or at least just a couple months yeah. into so it. So it's not it's definitely not news. I'm not like trying to toot our own horn, but like it's it's no, a, it's a, I, I it think is a dead people, horse. Uh, yeah. Saw that one coming. The one thing I will find funny though is as I do love when we were talking about Fred Hoiberg though is is his name is like the hottest name to replace. Wow. Thibodeau in Minnesota, just because he was he was a former GM or assistant GM there before he he started coaching. I think at Iowa State. Yeah, something. Iowa so, State. What did he do? He got him to the fucking tournament. He did. He did really well at Iowa State. And I, and I think honestly, and I think he should go back into college basketball because yeah, I think he's a better absolutely. college basketball coach than it. Yes. And I would love to see him actually. And I I like him as a college basketball coach. Okay. So I would love to see him. You care about college basketball more than I do. So to I'll some degree, your, I'll take your word. For to it. Some degree, I would love to see him go to to UCLA. Okay. And be the head coach there because they just fired Steve Alford, who's a terrible basketball coach. Right. And I do, I do. And it would help revitalize his, his reputation as and a coach UCLA and UCLA basketball, basketball which, which is they important. Need. I, I think it's important. I, they UCLA, need a West Coast powerhouse team. I think UCLA, UCLA is that, yeah. is that, is, needs to be that team. UCLA not competing in the last couple of tournaments. Sad. It's, it makes basketball weird. Well, they, yeah, well, they, they make it there, and then they make it to, like, the Sweet 16, but they're, they're really terrible teams, and it was, like... I love the surprise UCLA team every five years. They made on talent instead of, instead of, like, an overall team, right? Is Ed O'Bannon coaching anywhere? No, I don't think, I don't think he's a, a coach, coach at all. He should coach. Maybe the other bro- guys, maybe though, his is other a coach. Brother. 
Oh, Don McLean or somebody? Really? No, I don't know. There's another one of those guys that he's a I, he. I was surprised to learn he guy that sang American Pie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does it all, man. He really does. Yeah. He's, he's amazing. Like, hey, it's. Uh, I just for, think it's funny though. He always <laughs> calls really long timeouts. <laughs> I just it's think like it's I'm not done talking. <laughs> whole career just might hinge on replacing Thibodeau from place to place. I mean, th- th- like I he followed him with the bull, the Bulls, and now like if he if this happens, and I I I don't think it will. I, I, I wouldn't bet money on it, Chris. It definitely feels like a, if he goes a, to media, Minnesota as a, coach, a media influence decision. I, I haven't heard anyone. But it maybe the, maybe the way that organizations run now is it just, you know, wouldn't, maybe we shouldn't be shocked if, if it happens. Should we be shocked that Bruce Arians is back in the NFL fold? No. Since we're talking about coaching no. changes. Even though he needed to retire because of his health? I love this pickup. It's I think great. It, I think it's Isn't perfect. It? It's great. Yeah, well, you know why I like it. Because of Winston, yeah, yeah, he's a big, he's a big. J- what does he call him? Jabo. I don't know. He's got a nickname. He's for known him for a long Jabo. time. Jabo, Jabo, he calls him. I know. Borderline. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, he's known him since uh, junior football. Okay, uh, Jamison. He's a good offensive coach. Yeah, he's got a lot of offensive talent there. <laughs> Bruce Arians is a shitty coach. <laughs> I, th- I think I, he's a good offensive coach. Maybe, yeah. Uh, uh, man, I don't know. As a man, he, as a Steeler he, fan, he I put wa- Carson Palmer up there for a few years. He did. They did well. He did. He won a Super Luck Bowl. Luck with the Pittsburgh. Colts. He had an amazing season. Yeah. Maybe he's riding. A, he's maybe he's a little riding a little more reputation than than he should be. Uh, so he goes. He leaves the. He leaves Arizona essentially for health reasons. Mm-hmm. Ends up in Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Arizona fires their coach after one year and hires what Cliff Kleinsman or whatever. Clingsbury. Clingsbury. A guy, I don't, again, I don't know anything about He was fired from Texas Tech. Why was he fired from Texas Tech? Because he was bad. Really? Yeah. He had no success. It's funny that he produced Pat Mahomes and then that was it. Texas Tech thinks that they need to win. They've been just lucky to win, I think, all these years. Yeah. Right? They were lucky. So the they spread offense, the Johnny football shit, like, right? They were lucky. No, that was Texas a and I'm sorry. Yeah. The, but they were lucky they had Mike Leach for a few years and they had a lot of success. And right. then they thought they deserved and earned that sort of sustaining. But they, I don't right. think they did. They they don't and they didn't. And and they're they should be realizing that they're they're a they're a middle level team at best who gets a few good years once in a while and then just kind of goes back and sinks away. So in your opinion, of mm-hmm. the two coaches that are hot have been hired, mm-hmm. right? There's been two head coach. No, three. There's been three. There's Lafleur. Oh, Lafleur. So that's yeah, my guy. Yeah, that's your guy. <laughs> Who made the best head coaching job? Lafleur in Green Bay, Arians in Tampa, Tampa, and this Clint Cunsberry <laughs> in the Arizona. Uh one K short of three. Um, I hate to say this, but I think Bruce Arians. Really? Yeah. It feels good. It it feels, yeah. Like I, he's I. I don't know. I struggle. That team is so fucking him. stacked. Right. And if exactly. He can, like, whisper to that quarterback. And if Todd Bowles the, becomes their defensive coordinator, yeah. maybe. Although yeah. they play, Ooh, they play I didn't hear that. Fourth well, because he was a, he was their DC in Arizona, and they, you know they had a good defense there. Man, I I don't know if he, I don't know if they they are gonna have to swap over. And that defense I think is is probably maybe has more holes than than they realize. Um, and they play a four three, so like JPP defense is definitely the issue. Offense, I, though, I feel like offense. I think it's right up of uh, right, I think it's right up Arians is, is alley. And I think that Donald Jones, who didn't get a fair shake last year, is oh. a good running back yeah. that will get a fair shake this year. Yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, they just feel stacked. They need a little offense. better offensive line. And yeah, but they got, I think Deshaun will come back. I think you'll get no, he's not Evans back. back. Deshaun's not coming back. Just not, he doesn't want out. He wants out. Humphreys. And I don't think he likes Winston. Oh, he doesn't. No. He doesn't like him. Yeah. yeah they don't quite well, the Humphreys dance they don't is play your well chance together. to do the hump. Yeah. I love that exactly. guy. Never seen him play, but as a fantasy wideout, one of my favorites. Um, LaFleur, man, I don't know. In Green Bay, that's interesting. I, that surprises me that Green Bay would go on such a uh, a sort of a um, out on a limb there. I guess would be the way to say it. I'm, I I like the guy. He, I, he he's he's had some good grooming, I guess, in the last couple of years. You could say. Who hires him? Does, does it like a put it up to a the vote GM of sixty-four thousand people that own <laughs> shares in the fucking Green Bay? Can you imagine Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, Lafleur, and? Uh, and I'm, and I'm missing one other guy. We're all on the same staff on, on the Redskins a few years back. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. That didn't succeed. They did not succeed. Yeah. Man. <laughs> You'd think that success would breed success. success. Right. But maybe that I think it's just tells youth, you about that organization. Right? Isn't that the trend? Yeah. It's just like, oh, yeah. It's young. totally youth. It's totally youth. I mean, that's why Clingsbury is, is has a reputation as well as an offensive, right. creative offensive yeah, he's like you know, guru. He's like 39 years old. Right. right. Um, oh, that's the other funny thing. The AFC or the NFC West now has three coaches under, under 40, 40 wow. and one that is pushing 70. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the most successful one? I guess it's uh, the Maggie, old. right? No. No, NFC West. Oh, NFC West. Arizona, Wait, so Arizona. LA. And uh, San Francisco. Oh, and one's a, one's a, a, and Seattle. a woman who's pushing 70. <laughs> <laughs> that's even more astounding. <laughs> yeah. I mean, good for her. I, you if know? we had a single soundbite <laughs> on this entire show, <laughs> it would be the It's Carol soundbite from Saturday Night Live every time we talk about Pete Carroll. <laughs> Do you know the one I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, if I heard it, I would. I, it's I'll Carol! <laughs> like, that's all I want. Like, I, that's the only soundbite I want. I'm going to bring back the iPad with Snoop Dogg, and we're going to plug it in just for what we happen to run upon. Yeah. For shizzle dizzle. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Girls. 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 <laughs> Girls. Out of space. <laughs> oh, the radio days. Mm. Radio oh, days. Great. All right, Chris. Well, I, I tried to get you to talk about basketball and immediately turned you to football. Yeah. I, I guess so. Um, Chris, while you were gambling on uh, college football the other night, Alabama <laughs> That was last night, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. That was last night. Man, I, that was, yeah, it was long nights for me. Um. Were you? Did you watch the game at all? I watched the fourth quarter. Okay, great. Desperate. Were you? To cover 16. Did you see? Did you see the, uh, Clemson's true freshman quarterback? Uh, the f- the ugliest man in the world. He's so good. He's so good, dude. Do you? Do you know? He's so good. Do you know who he looks like to me? He's a cross between two. He's a freaky woman. Characters it's, in movies. Okay, one is Buffalo Bill from <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> Okay, not where I thought, not where I was going with that. That's what I think you look No, not even close. It the lotion on the skin. (laughs) Or it gets the the hose again. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. No, I missed. Yeah. Then you're going to go some surfer. You're going to go Spicoli. Nope. Oh, man. No. No. I I saw this guy months ago, and I immediately immediately came to my mind. And I've just, I've kind of forgot about it, never thought about it again. Okay. Mitch from Dazed and Confused. The, the guy kid. who always grabs his nose yeah. throughout the entire yeah. movie. Yep. Never to be seen again in a movie because he could not act. Right. Yeah. Well, actually, he was 
in a couple of those other movies. That like the, he, the director, like that he like same made, director. There's one that's like a cartoon, right? But if you watch Days and Confused, he's always grabbing yeah, like the brow, like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Arc yeah, of the his bridge nose. of yeah. his nose, yeah, yep. Okay, and I'll uh, give you that. and and Ronnie Sunshine Bass from Remember the Titans, the long haired blonde quarterback. Man, that's a great call. They're not with a little buffalo bill together. Peppered it. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Chris, I, I, I wanted to focus on his looks, and this is going to maybe come off pervy because I don't know how old she is. But they kept showing his family in the audience. Oh. His sister is a dime. Oh, boy. She is Careful. a dime. Yeah. Careful. She might be underage. Yep. In which case, she's just a cutie. Okay. <laughs> Cute teen. Yeah. Yeah. Just a teen I like. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm not trying to be that pervy. She's just cute. She's okay. cute. Uh, all right. And, uh, you know, they're that all-American family. There's, like, the the dad who, like, probably had a kid too young. Right. He doesn't really love his wife. Uh, the, the, who he, So he focuses on his son. Right. Then you've got the mom. You're going to play football, de- boy. De- definitely, definitely past her prime. But the daughter is, okay. like, got her shit together. Mm. And then there's, like, a young bratty kid. All like, right. Like, right. So, that you know. Who hates them all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's definitely going to get into heroin soon. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I judged the shit out can't of this family. Live up to his brother's reputation. I was just happy that this guy was running train on Nick Saban, like this fucking true or red shirt, red shirt freshman. I think he's uh, a true freshman. Really? Oh, yeah. he's a true freshman. True freshman. So he's got one more year left at Clemson, probably. He's got two. Okay. You have to come out after junior year. Oh, so they they're gonna win the they're gonna win the championship for the next two years. We'll see. I he dude that we'll him see. with that with they're Ed, losing a lot Etienne, of players, but they keep year. their running back. Sure, I learned a lot in the fourth quarter of football <laughs> of college football that I watched of the entire season. They're losing their entire defense. I, I watched the last quarter of college football only last year. <laughs> that's all that's really worth it. It was impressive though. That, see, that's the stupid thing about college football though, because everyone's like, like a month ago, everyone's clamoring and up in arms before like the the, the top four teams included Notre Dame and Oklahoma and, and Georgia I deserved know, it I and, know. and Ohio State deserved it and stuff. What and then, about the, the, the Big truth? Ten teams, right? And the truth of the matter is, there was only two teams in college football worth talking and, about this year, and they played, and they played the, each other in championship, right? Yeah. Every te- other team can go basically... And they needed to play each other because then you wouldn't have known how good Clemson really was. Basically. I mean, shoulders. a lot of people... If Alabama rode number one all the way through the season and then just got their fucking asses handed to them by Clemson, isn't Clemson by far the more... I mean, maybe UCF was better with their real starting quarterback? No, they lost to... They lost to some guy, other team in the in the bowl the other night. Yeah, but they, but so they, didn't, fine. they didn't have another starting quarterback. Their no, starting quarterback yeah, but I don't think it would have made that much of a difference. Like, But it's fun to talk about. Like, I have no it's idea. Just, so here's the point, though. There's two teams, and then there's, there's Everybody else. eight to 12 other teams, right, yeah. that can kind of have a discussion going, who could be the next two, right? right? So it's like, I, I don't care if there's eight teams or 12 teams or six teams or four teams. Like... There's just there's just two teams. Yeah. And my point actually, I think of all this thing is is Go is back this to do the old way. No, no, no. This whole uh, BCS playoff thing or whatever you want to call it and how many teams are supposed to be in, have a sliding scale each year. Yeah. And and two teams deserved it this year, okay. right? Just go have two teams. You know what? Because all these other teams basically still play in the bowl game to see who could play. Clemson but who's going to choose that Alabama? sliding scale? Like Omarosa? Like what? Yeah, they have a committee. Yeah, and just be like, hey, listen, there's two teams. Everyone else is a joke this year. Yeah. Right. So next year, if there's four teams, great, then have four teams. If there's I, eight teams the following year, then have eight teams. I, going back to UCF, I think that any undefeated team should have a chance 
to play. Why not? Because they they I don't they don't deserve make, it any less than than these other stupid it's teams. It's not fair that you can win out and st- with a playoff system and still not get a chance well, to fucking they, win the everyone championship. Everyone's clamoring for Georgia should have been in one of the four teams Fuck and Georgia. with four, three losses and then they lost to Texas in the bowl game. Yeah. And now everyone Texas's you know, first sugar bowl then, appearance is like 2010 like like Well, they don't but then everyone goes quiet all of a sudden, yeah. like, you know, about Georgia. Fuck like, Georgia. But everyone's keeping what they they tried to change the topic was like, oh well, they're they're one of the three most talented teams. Give me a fucking break, right? Because they have the most talent on the team. Well, they they still lost with all that talent. So go fuck yourself. I here's here's the main reason I don't like college football. Chris. The only other team I would have considered. Ooh, Chris has got Chris is throwing up fingers. Let's hear it. It's Ohio hear State it. just because they're they're the Ohio they, State. The Ohio State is. Just because of stupid Urban Meyer. Urban deserved it. Right. Urban deserved right. it. They 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 lost one bad game to Purdue, and then they killed everybody else. Chris? Right. Here's but even still, I'm happy that they didn't get in. You really care about college football. I don't. Okay. I just care about these dumb things that people try to act like they should be I'm really... About. You're like... You're so crazy right now. You're like... Th- you, you just got so animated. It's the first time I've seen you get this animated, and it wasn't towards me, so I really appreciate oh, it. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, can I say one thing about college football and the main reason I don't sure. like it? Yep. Does, you can jump back in. Yeah, that's fine. Go. Well, no, say what no I got something else that I care more about than what we were just talking about, oh. but you go first. So I see the fourth quarter of the game. Dabo Sweeney. Dabo. The fucking redneck dude. They immediately interview him after his big win, and they're like, Dabo, got anything to say? He's like, well, the first thing I want to do is thank the fucking Lord. Yep. Jesus Not these Christ. fucking kids Little who are supposed to Jesus go to Christ. school today. <laughs> they, these these just out of high school students who are fucking <laughs> giving him three point whatever million dollars a season to fucking uh, more than mold them. More than that. He thanks potentially a fictional character. Now, I don't know if he is or he isn't, <laughs> but it's 50 50 uh, at well, best. He believes. At best. He can believe the fucking. He can believe in Kermit the fucking frog. Yeah. It's goddamn good lord. Yeah. It's just not something you put in front of the people that got you there. It it just it's insanity to me. And that's well, without Jesus Christ, none of this would be possible, Chris. Uh, it would be absolutely possible. It'd be exactly as possible. It'd be the same possible. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the exact amount of possible yep. without Jesus Christ. I ain't gonna argue with this one. He's not a football fan. Jesus he's never. Not, he, he was, is not. He, he's not a fan of. Any no, of that. no. Football wasn't even around. Jews then. like basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's get with it. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Anyway, Chris, okay. what was your other? My diatribe? bigger thing about college sports. Yes. That I, I care more about. Yes. Get rid of these stupid goddamn junior live hockey. animals. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Did you see this thing, the video about when actually when Georgia and te- Texas played? No, but they I... They brought the bulldog out to meet the, the longhorn. Ugga. Ugga. Yeah. And the longhorn almost like got out of its pen, yeah. which was goddamn bike barricades yeah. that weren't tied together. Really? Yeah. Or part of it wasn't. And it just ran right through it and almost trampled about 50 people. I thought you were going to say and then you almost like, trampled the bulldog. You almost really trampled mad. the bulldog. Okay. And a woman went running and somehow, I don't know, I don't think that... The Longhorn didn't hit her, but it, somehow she flew almost ten feet in the air. So we're not in a panic. We, you are literally. There's a video of her just also really? like tripping and flying in the air and landing about eight feet away. I, as a dog owner, you have to be a huge animal activist. There just isn't any other way to do it. If you are like a non non 
competing dog owner if you're not doing it right. for sport. Right. I mean, it just makes you very sensitive yeah. to animals. Yes. And they clearly are uncomfortable. I, I'll give horses maybe don't care if they're being ridden on horseback no, as well, much. No, well, yeah, I guess the they're Native American, or whatever. And yeah. The Native Americans that lost their land that have to watch a Seminole on top of it might care a little more. Uh, I don't. I agree with you wholeheartedly on this. Like, why you don't need There's no point? You don't need a, a LSU has a, t- a live tiger in a cage. Yeah. yeah. God forbid something fucking happened. Yeah. And the tiger got out. Yeah. Like, University of Washington has a husky. Like you know, teams like that. Like the dogs. I don't know. I do the I, dogs want to be there? I don't know. My I mean, dog but, wouldn't. But there's not. It's sort of like a safety concern, except for like you you put the dog in harm's way now against a with against a, a massive fucking. Cow, yeah. bull, or whatever yeah. the fuck it is, like, and then you put all these people around it, and all want to take pictures, and the and, and the, it's and the, the college long, kids that are taking care of it. Right, that's the weirdest there part. There was five, quote unquote, cowboys. Yeah, who yeah. were trying to corral wrangle and it. wrangle this thing, and they they couldn't. Yeah. The only thing that stopped that bull from from doing further damage was the bull decided, ah, you know what, I stopped, and yeah. he just kind of turned around and walked himself back in the pen. With five guys holding fucking ropes, trying to like, oh yeah, we we got him back. And the fucking main wrangler guy was like, oh, this is the most docile bull of, you know, it would never hurt anybody. It always bugged me. He almost did. It all. It always bugged me that the uh, the Grizzlies, Bobcats, Montana State, Montana uni- yeah. University, or University. They don't have a live grizzly on the field. Never been a live grizzly. No, it's not fair hmm. that the Bobcats just get to wheel yeah. out a Bobcat. Yeah. Why can't the Grizzlies yeah. wheel out a grizzly? You know why? Because because you can't. You can't. You can't fucking do yeah. it. So I just yeah like, just like, the horses like the whole thing you you just don't need it you don't need it have a fucking person in a costume yeah it's cooler anyway right I you love do people fucking in jumping jacks and pushups yeah and a freaking little leprechaun yeah that guy's kind of a yeah. cunt too yeah I'd like to get rid of him too yeah and the Seminole yeah and like the whole thing anything racist yeah, or race related right and or, anything or pet related sure or animal related yeah. let's just get rid of get it get rid of it gone I like it bye bye all right. Chris, yeah, what are we on hour nine? Oh, this has been a long one. Marathon, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's Thursday already. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. We're back to programming. Our Seriously, this has been a fucking. <laughs> very good. Before we move on, Chris, I yes. gotta, I gotta give a shout out. Why would, why wouldn't you? I love shout outs. Okay, great. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I wouldn't. Uh, I want to give a big shout out uh, to our longtime listener. Okay, and. Close personal friend of we mine. We should have jumped at this in the beginning. Sorry, man. It's, no, it's okay. That's fine. I just we'll do it now. Nice little uh, break there. Okay. Peter Butler, All Pete right. Biddy. Okay. As he's lovingly called, uh, has been listening to the show. Since Pete the, Buckets. Pete Buckets. <laughs> oh, I like that too. Actually, yeah. I think you'll like that one. Maybe. Uh, he's been listening to the show since the very beginning. Okay. Uh, so I just wanted to give him a little mention there. Rest in peace. Pete. He's he he's putting up there uh, like on our if we had a Hall of Fame list of listeners and supporters on the pod. Word up. Uh, and he texted me the other day and he said, you know, I'm still listening after all this time. You know, what, is that good or bad or something for me? So Pete, if you're listening, I know you are at some point. Man, we love you. It's Pete. always the best. Keep listening. Please. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Nice. He's not dead though, so we don't have to have a moment of silence. No, 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 okay, no, 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 no. Okay, no. Phew. I'm just trying to figure where to go from here. Okay. Next. Well, I mean, it's very tender. The <laughs> mood is tender. Uh, you, I, you know what? While we're on the subject here, <laughs> while we're on the subject here, I got another. I, I got another thing to bitch about. Another thing that yeah. grinds you. Get, oh, the shirts come off. I'm taking the sweatshirt the off. Shirts coming off. I'm talking the t-shirt. <laughs> Chris is nude. I'm getting hot. Chris is nude. All right. You know what's? You know what's? Speaking of what not hot lately, Chris. What's not hot? The hot stove, Chris, of Major League Baseball. <sighs> I was I was watching television the other day. And here comes a thing on the, on, the, on the TV guide. 
the Mets have a program called the Hot Stove. You're Mets hot the stove. TV guy? No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> the Mets have a program called on SNY on their on their local affiliate the station. The Hot Stove. Hot Stove. Mets Hot Stove, right? Okay. And then I'm scrolling through again, and then the Yankees on the Yes Network have Yankees Hot Stove Wait, program. What's a hot stove? It's the baseball aughts off season, right? Yeah. It's this whole thing they started marketing years ago, and MLB. Uh, the channel itself, yeah. network, has their own program in the mornings, like it's hot, hot stove. It's hot stove like you don't touch it because it's a hot it's stove. Hot, yeah, because there's so much going on. Like it's hot right a now. cold stove you would could touch. Yeah, right. It would be boring. Right? So like hot stove is like all the like all the all the off season action and the yeah, signings and, and the four rumors. Burners are going. Right, the rumors yeah. and all that kind of stuff, gotcha. right? Woo. And a few yeah. years ago that was a big deal because they have the GM meetings down in like some right. like Tennessee lobby of, of a, like Dollywood or something. Right, and that's where Branson, all the, Missouri. Right, and all the all the GMs and the and the agents and everything get together and they hammer out deals and they make trades and they make big signings. It was like breaking news all over, like the right. you know ESPN and MLB network. What's wrong? Why like, is the hot stove gone cold? Because that doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, because all these big name signings haven't happened yet, and they don't happen until like right before. Uh, spring training, or they happen before the year's over, right? Right, or they, the or but trend? it's all like it's all like minimal signings, like players. Right. No one really cares right. about their trades, or it's quieter. Like baseball had this thing going for a while, and it was it was pretty popular, and right. people loved it, and they ate it up, right? And, and now it was it's good over. content program. It's kind of like their version of like the draft. They some, they some blew off season content, right? They blew the opportunity to be a year round entity like them, like baseball and and you mean? F- basketball and football, right? And like they just, but they're still trying to. Everyone's still all in trying to market this thing and brand this thing and, and put programming out of this thing, and it's just not there well, anymore. Well, baseball's weird. It, it's, it's like it's like a it's baseball like a dry fans are or something. are going to be baseball fans no matter what. I I if you listen to like the fan, which is the New York's I New don't. York City's. Well, if you listen to the fan <laughs> the way I do for twenty minutes, uh, well, I'd say forty total minutes a weekend. Okay, when I take a shower. Yeah. I turn on the fan and and it's always baseball people and they're they're calling like Sweeney Murdy and Sweeney's on there. He's like, yeah, shine. So uh, baseball's almost back and uh, here's what I gotta say about it. Call me right now. My pants aren't on. <laughs> and the guy's like, yeah. So the fucking here's the thing I want to talk about, Sweeney. I love your show. First time, long time. Ah, uh, here's what I want to know. Uh, what is there? Is there a better play than Beltran out there? Is there? Is if there is, I want to know who it is. <laughs> wow, well, I mean, I'm, I mean, I, thanks, thanks for your call, but uh, baseball. It's just like God. Those fucking assholes will always be there because it's it's regional, right? It's, it's just a regional. It's, region, it's a regional fucking sport. So yep. if you through and through across and the board for everything, I'm moving to Pittsburgh in five months. Yeah. <laughs> And at least we'll talk about pirates. Baseball. Well, that's the thing is like I'm, I wonder you if do, I'm, like I might fresh. I might be that guy calling in, you know, <laughs> just gonna love it de- defending <laughs> to death. Chris Hamilton, I called again. <laughs> yeah, uh, setting a new 30, record, thirty third time, long time. Yeah. <laughs> setting a new record for most call ins in a week. Uh, anyway, yeah, baseball sucks. Uh, baseball I, sucks. I did see a quick thing on ESPN.com. Baseball is. Their salaries have gone down sure. for the first time since 2002. But that's because people were suspended. Suspensions <laughs> and, <laughs> and retirees. I love it. I love it. The fucking uh, the bottom baseball. line has swung down because of fucking yeah. PED suspensions. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. You still have a problem, MLB. You still have a yeah, problem. Congrats. Right. Yep. The legacy. The legacy mm. of Bud Selig lives on. Congratulations, Bud. You're our hot stove topic of the Ooh, week. Ooh, yeah. Chris, I got a hot take for you. Ooh, let's hear it. This is going to football now. Okay, great. All right. I'm all in. 
I'm all in. Hour know, nine. It's Friday <laughs> as we venture into just Friday morning. In. We're just moving okay. along. Chris, you know how much I hate Greg Williams, right? The, the coach uh, yeah, of, the, dude. of the Cleveland the Browns. The Tuft? Yeah, the Tuft. Um, I think Browns should just hire him as their head coach. Uh, why? Because they won with him? Yeah. And maybe he's, he's the right coach to fit that team attitude-wise, the swagger, Baker Mayfield. I heard an argument that if he would have won against Baltimore, he'd get the job. Okay. Uh, I feel like they almost did I mean, he, they he kind of won. won. He won five games? They only lost one with him, and that was the last game of the season, I think. Mm, maybe one other? Maybe. Let me see. Hold on. I, I think I have that stat. Somewhere. I think big, giving Baker Mayfield oh. a third coach in two seasons is a bad look. They went No, they went five and three after they fired Hugh. Okay. So that wow. came, yeah. Not that great. No, but it was still, like, good enough. Listen, as a he, he just his, a, that guy is, is his personality and his attitude and like the way he he like perceives himself and like, I think it just fits this Browns team right now. Do the Browns still are and they still they owned hire? by the guy that that started Flying J? Yeah, yeah they yeah, are. Yeah, so he's perfect. Yeah, like I don't think they could do any better right now. No. in hiring anybody. No, that's a good point. Although it seems like now their offensive coordinator, who they 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 uh, they brought, you know, kind of up from whatever and and. Meshed well with Baker Mayfield, apparently, is Freddie Kitchens or whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. Like now he seems to be the leader in the clubhouse so of getting the head coach. You know, job. he should be the head coach of Cleveland, right? Urban Meyer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not letting that one go. I still I haven't think, seen I, I looked yeah, up the other day. Nothing. I looked up Urban Meyer, Cleveland <laughs> no, Browns. No, <laughs> nothing, nothing comes up. There's nothing. So I, I'm waiting Part for someone would, to pick that actually up. Actually, would be. Uh, was it Josh McDaniels, the offensive coordinator for, for New England? Well, he's he got fucking a dick in the ass from from Green Bay, and so he's like, I'm not leaving. He's not leaving. Yeah. But I think it'd be in a weird way, and, and maybe I'm stretching this a little bit, is that it would be kind of fitting if he went and became the coach of the Browns after Hugh? No, after his mentor, Bill Belichick, was fired from the Browns all a long time ago and still hates them. Ooh, I can do one better to tie it in. I think that when Josh McDaniels was fired, Hugh Jackson was hired in the Raiders. I think that that was his replacement. It might have been Art Shell into Hugh Jackson, but if I'm not mistaken, McDaniels, because he coached in the Raiders, yeah, yeah, he right? Was the Broncos. Was he the Raiders coach? No, he was the Broncos. Who was the young Raiders coach that got fired? Dennis Allen. Whoa, rest in peace. I haven't heard that name. <laughs> Is that him? He's the defensive coordinator for Saints right now. He's the, a young guy. Young. He was yeah, like yeah, 29 yeah. when he got hired. Probably. I think that so was McDaniels him. just was. He was, the, he was a head coach at Denver. When? With Tebow. Oh. And he did badly. Well, he won a playoff game. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. more you can say for you. Yeah. You. Totally. Ah, uh, damn it. I tried to close it. I tried, uh, I tried no, to close fine. the loop. I didn't uh, do well. That's okay. I think that means that we need to move on to picks. Okay. I've, I've clearly failed. Okay. <laughs> I failed as a commentator. Let's do On it. commentating. Um, yes. So last Pete, week. Pete, I'm sorry to shit the bed on your, uh, on your commemorative episode. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that to you, bud. <laughs> I hope you keep listening. <laughs> Um. Okay, last week, Chris. Yes, you were two one and one. Perfect. Good yeah. enough. You were one and three straight up, though. Eh, whatever. Yeah. Eh, it's fine. But you you made up for it when you did actually bet money on exactly. These things, so, I don't yeah. care. Right. <laughs> uh, against the spread, I was one two and one. Okay. And I was two and two straight up. Wow, just mediocrity. I am terrible in the playoffs, Chris. I mean, you're not as bad as me. Although, you know what? We both said it. We both said we should have picked the Colts, and we we stuck with Texans across the board. Yeah. Um, Cowboys, we we picked that one basically. Although you picked them to. Uh, Wouldn't that have been a pick them though? Oh, we, pushed, two, we pushed. Yeah, we pushed. We pushed on that. Right. Yeah. We won them straight up. 
Chargers, we won, except for you took Ra- Ravens straight up. And then uh, Eagles, you took the spread, and then we, we basically took the, the Bears, the rest of uh, everything else. Okay. So, you know what? We weren't so, like, We were on par there. with we just, everyone else. Right, but we just kind of were like, we're just sticking. Like, I was sticking with the Bears just because, and I stick with, we both stuck with the I Texans just because. I think we stuck cause. with the te- Texans just because, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, right. I don't think we did that terribly. All right, so I've actually thought about my picks this okay, week great. ahead of time. Oh, okay. So nice. let's roll into it. Great. I'm feeling pretty good about it. Here I don't have my straight-ups, but I've got my odds. That's fine. And here, the first game on the board, Indy yep. in Kansas City. Okay. Kansas City, history, uh, Andy Reid, yeah. playoffs. Yeah. Really terrible. Yeah. Is, is Indianapolis the new Philadelphia Exactly Eagles? my point that I wanted to make. Okay. Doug Peterson... Yep. Last year feels a lot like right this year, yes. right? Doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Under fucking whelming. Yep. Underappreciated. Mm-hmm. But man, he coached a fucking great game last week. He did. I mean, both of them did. Both of them did. But Wright coached a really good game. I was entirely impressed. That offensive line is fucking good. Yeah, it's you know, uh, got no their, running their, game. Their defense that I can, fig- that I can Indianapolis. Yeah, well, they got Mac. He ran for like a home run. But is he yards. that good? I think he's pretty good. Okay. I like him. Okay. Um. I don't know what that says, but so uh, a couple days ago, Indy was plus six. Yeah, is now down to plus five. Yep, which I think because everyone's betting Indy, I think at yeah. this point probably. Which you should. Is Kansas City going to blow another game at home? Will they lose? Will they lose this game? I don't know if they lose. I'm not sure. I don't think they cover. Oh, I, okay. So five. So this game's going to be close. I think at least it's close. And uh, okay, so take the five points. That might be a smart bet. It kind of feels like the Broncos when they played in Kansas City and they kept it to a touchdown mm. because of some decent defense and like an all right passing game. Okay, that was seven points. I feel like Indy's a better than the Broncos. Also, the Broncos haven't played anybody at home. Everyone's like the KC. I mean, not Broncos, Chiefs. Everyone's like KC at home, but the KC hasn't played anyone at home. The Chargers, they lost to them. Everyone else, not that good. Yeah. So yeah, I, 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 I think I'm a little skeptical of Kansas City here. I'm skeptical not enough to say that they lose. Yeah. But I but I would give I'm them I'm not gonna be surprised if they do though. I well, I, I would be because they're the number one seed and that'd be pretty fucking surprising. Okay. But I think and Andy Reid isn't terrible in his first game in the playoffs. He's mm. terrible in his second game in the playoffs typically. Well he's only well he's like one in four or five with Kansas City or with Kansas City oh, in the playoffs. Really? Yeah. Oh, so shit. he's been losing a few of the first rounders. The only one he beat was like he creamed Texans a couple yeah. of years ago. Like yeah, and then thirty three to nothing. the Steelers the right. next game. Here's the only thing I was kind of and I didn't really think about this, but Indy's defense played amazing against Texans, and Texans have a terrible offensive line. Okay. Right. So they were able to get to Deshaun Watson and 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 play the pass, and they shut down Deshaun uh, 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 Watkins. Right. They shut him down. Shut him down. They also did. They and he's also, also uh, they were also able to establish the run and then let Andrew Luck do his thing. Yeah. Against Kansas City's offense, I don't think they have that same luxury. Like they're going to have to really push it to go toe to toe against with Kansas Casey's City. offense. Yes, but Casey's defense. It's not as bad, and I've been saying this for weeks. It's not as bad as people think. It's or they. It, it's better than people give them credit for. They made the Texans defense look pedestrian. They did. They 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 and did. And I have a theory on that. It's the it's Andrew Luck, Nick Holmes or Nick Holmes, <laughs> Nick Foles, is also falls into this uh, category. They they aren't as quick to get rid of the ball 
the way Roethlisberger used to be. Yeah. It's like you're buying your receiver a step okay. by holding it a little longer. Sure. Luck does that, and I think that really kind of opens up the field a little bit. Because he, gets, does that he well. gets good protection. Yeah. Yeah, and so hmm, this is so this is why I'm now I'm taking the I'm taking Indy in the points. But I, oh man, I'm Kansas City just seems a little too legit, right? This, this isn't a, this isn't they're a normal not, Andy Reid. I don't think they're going to lose. Mahomes is not Alex Smith, right? Right. They, yeah. he's not. Yeah, he's not. He he's can not. walk. Yeah, and I think, <laughs> <laughs> and he can throw deep. And you know what he looked like if he was sitting next to you. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So we're both taking Indy and the points. I like it. But Kansas City straight up. Yep. Okay. Great. Let's get rid of that one. Okay. Here's another one. Yeah. These are both Saturday games, Chris. Okay, great. So I'll be in Pittsburgh for him. Dallas is plus seven. Okay. Going to L.A. to play the Rams. Dallas. Plus seven, going to LA to play the Rams. Uh, well, I can say right off the bat, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take the. Oh, uh oh, uh oh, we're already flip flopping here, folks. I think I, oh, fuck. I'll you, jump in what, here. Yeah, let's Rams you, yeah. minus seven. Dallas is has been great at home. They're terrible on the road. They barely beat a Seattle team, which they dominated. Which I told you they would dominate the defensive defensively, right? Yes. Against the run, they shut down Seattle's run game. Yes. Dallas's defense, I don't think, is still don't think is that great, and I think Rams can game plan specifically against this run and pass. Like I just I can't see Dallas putting up that good of a fight, and they can, they can easily lose by a touchdown. Here's my factors: more than a touchdown. Coaching mm-hmm. one factor. Mm-hmm. Who wins that? Rams. McVay. Running game. Who wins? Rams. That? Uh. Yeah, that's the weird one. Rams haven't been great against the run. All season. And Zeke, I think, is the best running back in the league. But I personally think that. I uh yeah, I mean I you know, take your top three. I don't care who you who I mean I'll take you take Zeke, I'll take well, the Well my other point four is five. that I think Zeke's better than Gurley currently. Okay, fine. Um I will say though, maybe the thing that I'm hedging on now with the Rams defense and they weren't good is is Akeem Talib is back. Time to game plan too. And they don't have to Right, they, they they can just kind of load up, stop the run, and let their D, their DBs just play one on one against against Dallas's receivers. And I think, and I, they, think I think they can be fine against. That. I I totally agree. I the one factor that I think is weird in this game Kay. that I haven't heard a lot of talk about. It's supposed to be torrential downpours in LA on oh. on Saturday. Okay, so that to me doesn't favor Goth much. No, but then they can just run on lean on Gurley more then. But Gurley might be injured. Oh, is he? Yeah. I mean, he's definitely not the same girly. He's said he's been injured since week one, so it might I not matter. I got C.J. Anderson then. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 week 17, it wasn't that bad. I, I, I'm going Rams across the board here. I want to agree with you. Okay. I, I'll, I'm fine dying on this hill by myself here. I just, I can't, I just can't imagine. I just, I, there's just I nothing can, reasonable about that would just wants me to, to put Dallas yeah, on any of those. I teams. think the guy from Lost Boys isn't as good of a coach as we think. <laughs> I'm going to agree with you. Okay. <laughs> Take the Rams across Jason the board. Jason Patrick yeah. does not make a good info coach. <laughs> He's a hell of a Lost Boy. He's not a good football coach. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He wasn't even a good Lost Boy. Well, a, how's your worms, Michael? <laughs> 
All right. Sunday games. Yeah. My LA Chargers, Chris. Let's avoid the Okung <laughs> controversy. We don't have a month. It's not Saturday yet, I know, but I... Yeah, that's fine. I, I know you're just going to disagree with me. If you agreed with me, I would want to bring it up, but it's fine. regardless, it's a moot point. Yep. Let's move on. Move on. Okay, okay. Chargers. Yep. Uh, it's down to plus four okay. in New England okay. against the Patriots, okay. who never lose at home. No, Except never. for this Sunday, Chris. <laughs> really? Yeah. Tell me. Lose. Lose. Wow. Lose this game. Wow. New England, I just, all year long, New England just has been a shell of themselves. They've, they've been trying to, I think, mask it and hide it, and they play good defense when they need to, and you're not supposed to get bet, bet against New England at home. But Chargers have a good defense, and they won a game against Baltimore, shutting down Baltimore's offense for three, three and a half quarters. They did not have to rely on Philip Rivers to have an incredible game to win. Okay. And Baltimore has a great defense. Yeah. Which they, they took away the pass game against the Chargers. New England does not have a great pass defense. No. Nor do they have a good run defense. No. And I think, and I know I'm going to regret this one. This is my regret of the week, I think, yeah. Chris, of the weekend here. But I am, I am still all in with the Chargers. I'm still riding and dying with them until they prove me wrong. But I honestly think this, this is sort of the other... Indianapolis Colts, Philadelphia Eagles team that just has a little bit of something, I think, and kind of they kind of erased their other and the Chargers are the other like kind of Kansas City uh, playoff problem kind of a thing they've had yeah. over the years. And and Phillip Rivers is like 0 and seven against the Patriots in New England, I think, too. So all everything again is riding against Chargers. I'm still taking them. Okay. I have a I said I wasn't gonna talk about it, but I am gonna talk about it. Oh god. Just because just because I think it's a valid point. The okay. point being, okay. just let me, I'll, I'll, I'll drop a scenario for you to explain my point. Okay. The Colts win. Yeah. Making them the lowest seed in yep. the AFC. Yeah. Would the NFL want the Chargers to host a home playoff game in a 27-person soccer stadium that they're very mad about with mostly Colts fans in it. Is that the look that the NFL wants to show on primetime TV for the divisional playoff? Yes, because then the Colts will go to the Super Bowl. I mean, it could happen, right. for sure. But what no, I'm saying is... No, they don't. And nobody in the right mind would. Because, but, but the NFL put themselves in that stupid position of, of putting that team there. The NFL has been making some shaky fucking calls this playoffs. And I'm, just, I'm not going to go down that road. I said I was going to go down the road. You just did. My point... Is this, Chris, I don't want to pick this game until I know who wins on Saturday. I will pick it. <laughs> but I think if the Colts win this game, if the Colts win, the Patriots win. Okay. I, I believe that in my heart of hearts. Okay. Because that sets up a great re renewal of a rivalry. It means that the fucking NFL gets their home game in fucking, in goddamn Kraft's fucking terror dome. <laughs> Donald Trump's sucking his dick all the way. <laughs> And then, and that's the fucking game that the NFL wants. Now, now, if KC wins, I think you're right. I think the Chargers could win that game, and I think that you've got a great little, okay. you've got an AFC great. West matchup. That's I can't great. wait for next week. Yeah, to talk about all this that about went down and how transpired. right I am. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the Patriots. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna take the Patriots. Cross the board. No, I'm gonna okay. take the Chargers and the points. Okay. You know what? Mm. Uh oh. I'm going to take the charges and the points. When do they vote for Coach of the Year? Uh, I don't know. It's, I don't know if the votes have already been in, and they just, they just wait until, like, just before Super Bowl to oh, announce do it. They? I don't okay. know. Because I, sure. think, I, think, 
I think the Chargers because it's usually based have, on regular season. So the Chargers are going to have the coach of the year. Okay, and I don't think the coach of the year would lose. He's get his ass kicked to the Patriots. So Patriots win, Chargers cover. Okay. Bob's your uncle. Okay, great. Last game. Okay. The Magic Man, Nick Foles, the new Golden Goose. I fucking crush on this dude so hard. Um. He, I, just, got, he brings home the bacon and he fries it up in a pan. He does. He does. That fourth, that four play at the two yard line was fucking magical. He never got swayed. Fourth down, the fucking pass to Golden Tate, who I said was going to be a factor. I was just a couple weeks did. off on it. You did. Oh, true. But uh, anyway, so Philly, it was plus nine. Yeah. It's now down to plus eight. Yep. In New Orleans. Yep. Can fold magic. Fuck no. The Saints are going to run train <laughs> on that fucking team. The Saints are so good. Somebody said Kamara and Ingram in the fucking dome, and I was like, they, they, ain't no Drew Foles Brees. magic yeah. in the world that can fucking now, stop that shit. Foles, he's got some good magic. And we were early in the season, we were joking about how Fitzpatrick and Winston combo in, in, in Tampa Bay yeah. needed to be sort of that like starter-reliever kind of a role, right? Yeah. Bring him in the, one of the, the other guy in the second half. Nick Foles is the ultimate... Closer quarterback, though, right? Yeah, there's no doubt about it. But the Saints aren't going to get fucking Minneapolis. He also again. got a million dollar bonus for winning uh, for for winning against Chicago. Oh, he did. Apparently, yeah. He's cool as fuck, dude. I mean, he's cool as fuck. You watch him play, and he's just cool. I'm just worried. He's he, a person that I, if he said that the good Lord helped him win, and I would <laughs> be, be okay fine. With it. I'd be like, yep, you're right. He did. I let's go to church. I'm a little worried though. The Foles goes somewhere else, like. Jacksonville or Miami, and he's just not going to be he's that good. Suck. He, there's something about him he's, in Philly. He's a terrible regular season quarterback. He, he actually, but he played well. He was he was with Philly a couple years ago with Chip Kelly, and he actually had a really good oh, right. one, really good season, he got a couple paid, pretty right? decent ones. Yeah. Well, he went, then he went to St. Louis. Yeah. And guess who he was coached under? Fucking Eric Fisher. Yes, Jeff. Yeah. Whoever Whatever. doesn't Jeff matter. Jeff Fisher. Fisher. Derek Fisher. Yeah. Derek Fisher. <laughs> Yo, Derek Fisher is coaching like. Some fucking, I think he's coaching G League right now. Or no, no, he's coaching WNBA. I think he's also, ooh. Yeah. He's also trying to scam people, I think, too. And yeah. NBA he's, players or something. Yeah. He's, he's shady. He's gross, he's dude. Shady. Yeah. That guy. How All right. Mighty so Philly doesn't even cover, are you saying? Oh, no, no. They're going to get whooped. Okay. Whooped. Okay. Yeah. Eight, eight's a lot of, it's a lot of points. I mean, good on them for going into Soldier Field. Yeah. But that fucking Soldier think, Field is not the fucking dome, dude. It's not. And New Orleans is a I I they have I think they're good. You think the fucking Saints are gonna not stop they're gonna get on that gas because they I could just see fucking, I, could, a, I could just see with Philly and Foles here and they just put up a few points against uh New Orleans. And New Orleans lately has been a little shaky. A little shaky, but Breeze is not had putting time a lot of off, points on. Yeah. And I know. he's retiring at the end of this year. Well, I'm right. Undoubtedly. So if there's your conspiracy theory of anything, that Breeze is going to the Super Bowl, that should be your conspiracy theory. I do think that. Okay. So the NFL will make sure, damn well sure, that New Orleans is going to the Super Bowl this I, year. Oh, I definitely think that. All right. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay, great. All right. The, the NFL doesn't want the Pats and the fucking Eagles again. That's for damn sure. Pats, Eagles. Oh, don't they, though? Yeah. It's a pretty good storyline. Yeah, maybe yeah. you're right. Wow, wishy washy. Yeah, uh, is that it? What do, you, uh, what do you like? What do you like? What that's do you like? it. Uh, I'll I'll take New Orleans across the board too. But I'm I'm again. These are one of those games. Like last week, I'm, I won't be surprised if Philly wins this. Well, game. you couldn't be surprised if you're surprised at this point. If Philly wins a fucking playoff game, you're the biggest <laughs> asshole on earth. Chris, with only four games picking in yeah. this week, we yeah. still managed to go over an hour. Great on our show. Hey, well, last week was peppy though. Last it week was. was peppy. This week was fiery. You want to get a you want to get Thundercat in this little, room? Little I gotta pep go watch some fire. UNC NC State basketball. Ooh. All right, enjoy everybody. Yeah.